Hello and welcome to Love Mondays Club podcast. I'm your host Helen and I'm here to help you unravel the mysteries of marketing so that you can get more eyes on your business and make more sales. This is the ultimate podcast for online female business owners who are ready to conquer their overwhelm, discover their confidence and unlock the secrets to marketing success. Whether you're just starting out or already running a thriving business, Love Mondays Club is your compass to navigate this ever-changing digital world. Each episode, I'll bring you valuable insights, expert interviews, and practical strategies to help you stand out in a crowded online marketplace. It's time for you to dream big and succeed. I want your Mondays to be overflowing with inspiration, excitement, and setting the stage for you achieving your dreams. So if you're ready, cozy up in your favorite spot and get ready to unlock your business potential. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to another episode of Love Mondays Club podcast. So I have to start this episode with a small apology for you. So last week was the first time that I have ever missed a podcast episode and it is really annoying me. Bit of context, at the time of this recording around September, I was doing my free marketing boot camp last week and normally I'm sort of ahead with my episodes, mm, kind of, I like to try and be, but that week I had planned to record my episode because I wanted to do the recording during boot camp so that I could kind of talk about it, reflect on it and tell you guys lots about it um, and talk about Love Mondays Club and all this sort of stuff. Now, unfortunately, as the week went by, the frog in my throat got worse and worse until Thursday I had full on laryngitis and physically could not speak. I actually think it's the first time in my life it's ever happened. I don't remember it ever happening before. So um, yeah, we can officially say that boot camp broke me during the week. (laughs) But that said, I still thoroughly enjoyed it and had a great time. But unfortunately, that did mean that I missed last week's episode. So there we have it. You know, not everything in business is perfect and goes to plan. And we got to adapt. This is just the reality of these things. And, you know, it will bother me for a week or two. And I'm sure I'll I'll get over it soon. So what I wanted to do for you, though, over the next few episodes of the podcast is basically share with you some of the things that we talked about and basically give you some like behind the scenes snippets of the kind of stuff that we were talking about inside the boot camp. Because I know for lots of listeners, you know, they wanted to come, but it wasn't the right time for them. So I don't want you guys to miss out on this content. So what I'm going to do is kind of chop it up for you and share it over the next few weeks inside the podcast. So we did a five day boot camp and we kind of ended up having to spread that, as I say, over two weeks because of my throat. And over those days, the first four days were very much a kind of strategy session. So we talked about like a lot of it was focused on marketing and content writing. So, you know, how to write really good content online that essentially, you know, attracts people into your audience, makes them want to follow you, makes them interested in you, and ultimately makes them want to buy from you. So the first three sessions were very much kind of copywriting training sessions. And I talked about, you know, like the types of content that you can write and how you should write it to get people's attention. The fourth session that we did was all about the kind of funnels and how that works and the kind of strategy behind your marketing. And then the last one was mindset. And I have this huge bank of juicy stuff that I want to share with you. So for today's episode, we're going to start by focusing on creating content that sells. So in the first masterclass, I spoke to everybody and I talked about, you know, where your content should be leading your audience. Because, you know, if you're anything like most of us, when we first get started with marketing online, we spend a lot of time scratching our heads thinking, what am I actually meant to be posting about today? Like, what am I meant to be talking about? So the idea of this is to show you, you know, 
first of all, like the main aims of your content, like we don't want to just produce stuff for the sake of it. So what are you creating and why are you creating it? Where is it leading people? You know, it's got to be really intentional. We don't just want to be, you know, producing loads of stuff and throwing it out there into the world. And yes, we might get a few likes, but to be honest, if those likes aren't converting into sales, my blunt, honest question is what's the point? So we got to think about the kind of strategy behind that. And also as well, I share with you in this clip information about like the types of content that you can create. Because again, we don't want to be samey. We don't want to be talking about the same thing and doing the same thing over and over again. We want to have a little bit of variety in there. So I'm going to share with you some tips around that. So at the start of this recording, um, I refer to a lady as she. So just for the context of that as well, I'm talking about a woman called Denise Duffield Thomas. And if you haven't heard of her highly recommend after this episode that you go check her out she is a money mindset expert has a really good podcast and talks about all sorts of stuff she's got some good books and I've generally followed her for a few years and there's a saying that she uses uh, that I use all the time in my business as well I always come back to it so that's what I start off with in today's episode so let's dive straight into the clip we need to think that all roads lead to our offer so all the content that we put out there, all the things that we're talking about, you know, for example, anybody here who writes blogs or does like YouTube videos or anything like that, that more sort of SEO focused content, all of that still in some ways needs to lead to the offer. Now, and we're going to talk about this on the kind of day four when we talk about a funnel. It's not necessarily always going to be that you have one post and then you're trying to sell to people straight away. Like sometimes we have to take people on a journey through different steps. But ultimately, what this is about is making sure that the content you're writing, there's a strategy to it. You know, like, you know where you want people to go from it and you know how it's going to lead them to what you're offering them. So I'm going to share with you now a really simple framework when it comes to writing posts on line. So if you ever sat there kind of thinking, I don't know what to write, I don't know what to have in my content, my content, this here is the really simple kind of four-step process that I go through every time I write something. So first of all, we have a hook. So this is what kind of grabs people's attention and does that stop the scroll thing. Then we want to have the kind of context or content, whatever it is that we might be talking about in our posts, like what's the kind of theme of it. Then we want to talk about our offer. So kind of all of this linking into each other. And then finally, at the end, we have a call to action. So something that's going to make people, you know, either click the link or get in contact with us or something like that. Our content has got to kind of have these like main aims or these sort of tick boxes as we go through. So we want to create intrigue. And that kind of comes with the hook, you know, to put it bluntly, we don't want to be vanilla with what we're writing, you know, like, we need to show up. And this is this whole part of marketing about like confidence. Like I always say to people, would you buy your services? Like when you look through your own content, do you read it and get excited by it and think, oh my goodness, that sounds amazing. Like that's something I definitely want. And because you've always got to think about like, you know, how you're responding to it might also be how your customers are responding to it. So we've got to be like full of enthusiasm, full of confidence. Like we love what we do and we're trying to shout shout about it to the world. But we also want to like have those hooks that create a bit of intrigue as well. Then throughout the post. So the kind of style of marketing now on social media is very much about storytelling. It's this idea of like kind of, as it says, taking people on a bit of a journey of discovery. Because for some of us here, our customers might not even know that they have a problem. <laughs> so sometimes we almost have to make them problem aware to kind of like, you know, show them maybe where it is they need the extra support. We also want to try and scatter in as much social proof as possible. 
So social proof is essentially like reviews, feedback from your customers. Now, don't worry if you're maybe starting off or you feel like you don't have loads of reviews or you've only got a handful of reviews and you feel like you're repeating the same ones over and over again. Social proof can come in lots of different forms. Now, tomorrow, when we talk about like your USP and your unique selling point, we'll talk about this a little bit more. But like an example I was talking to members of Love Mondays Club about last week is I was saying the kind of social proof you could do would be something as simple as like talking about what you did in your last session or your last meeting with a client. So it doesn't have to be a full on review from a customer. It can literally just be you talking about what you do and how you help people in your day to day. And that's another thing as well. A little little sort of extra thing we could add on here is maybe something you could do after this call is kind of have a look through your own social media and think like, you know, imagine So always write your content, imagining the people who are looking at it are discovering you for the first time. So like if you were looking through your content, is it kind of obvious what you do on a day to day? You know, like say you you offer um, like interior design as an example, someone mentioned in the chat box. So like what actually is that? What is the process you go through? Maybe if you do like group programs, like how does that work? How 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 do you kind of interact with your clients in that program? How do you support them? So it's about kind of going into much more specific detail as well for people, because this is going to really help them to come to their own conclusion whether or not this is like the right thing for them and of course the way we word it and the way we kind of do our copywriting is that we show them the problem and then we show them the solution so we kind of got the problem awareness here then our offer is the solution to it so we're kind of making it helping them to come to the conclusion actually yes I can relate to that problem or that situation this is this offer here is actually probably something that will help me with. And then finally, we have a strong call to action on the end that encourages them to do something about it and not just kind of scroll on by and keep thinking about it. So in terms of different types of content. So, of course, the thing is, when it comes to creating content on social media, we don't just want to be doing sales post after sales post after sales post because, you know, it starts to feel almost a bit like an advert board on our pages. However, that said, sometimes I see the kind of total opposite of that, where people don't sell at all. So instead, what they're doing is they're just giving away loads of free stuff. So like loads of tips and resources and hints and inspiration and things like that. So what happens then is that your audience really gets used to seeing all this free stuff. So then when we go to sell to them, they're put out by it and they're like, well, hang on a minute you've never sold to me before like you know it feels uncomfortable almost so we've got to make sure like in your content there's always this kind of ongoing balance between value and kind of showing off your skills but also making it clear to your audience that you're not google <laughs> you know you're not here to just pro- provide them with free resources and answers all the time the really good solid support sits on the other side so when they've paid for your package or paid for your services that's where they get the best of you and the best of the support anything you're talking about should be leading to your offer so as kind of four general content pillars that you can use when it comes to creating content you've got like educational things i'll give you some examples for them okay so if it's like educational stuff so for example if you're in the education world perhaps like you could be talking about how you know we're in september it's like a new academic year so for lots of people you know their kids might be going into a big jump so you could the education part of it again making them problem aware could be talking about 
the jump in like their studies and actually how much of a challenge it is or talking about you know it can if they're not feeling solid in their foundations now how they might fall behind this year all that sort of stuff so Vicky I know you do like nutritional stuff don't you so for you the kind of the problem aware thing could be maybe thinking about a specific part of nutrition and talking you know the kind of personal examples is like you know I was working with a client and they didn't realize that x affects y and you're kind of making people sort of problem aware because something I always say to people inside Love Mondays Club is when we're writing content like sometimes we write stuff and we think well this feels so obvious like everyone must know this you know I'm just kind of repeating the same thing but actually they don't like remember you're the expert and actually sometimes if it feels obvious to you then that's the kind of content you should be sharing that you kind of wish other people knew. So like someone, so we're saying here, someone talking about doing like, like the online tax courses and like, yeah, online courses and things like that. So the educational side of it could be, you know, you could be talking about just the volume of content that people have to know to like pass a certain exam or something like that. So again, the, the way it's leading to your offer is you're talking the education part of it. So you're giving people information and explaining this is how much you need, this is how much you need to know, here's all the tick boxes. This is very relevant for academic stuff as well, like GCCs, like most parents have no clue actually what their kids are being tested on. (laughs) So kind of giving like an overview. And then your offer or your solution is that you have the package, you have the course, the program, whatever it might be, that kind of gives them everything they need. So that's the obvious solution for them. So there are a couple of examples there. The entertainment side of things. So this is where you kind of sparkle your personality in there a little bit more. So this is stuff that's maybe like not so related to your offer, but is still kind of related to your offer. So um, I I love this. I I worked with other lady before and we've sort of experimented with this idea that like everything we do is a bit of a content opportunity. Now, don't don't worry, I'm not going to sit here and say that you all have to become influencers and, you know, everything you do is like content that you're putting on social media. But sometimes, though, this is a nice way to kind of experiment with maybe picking a few little personal bits of your life and taking them as examples to use in your social media. So if I was doing a silly like storytelling one, I would talk about how like I'm a processes and systems girl like I love a checklist of things to do so for me like I once made my friend's wedding cake which was the most lovely and equally stressful thing I've ever done in my life never again but I would make a story about that about how you know I had my excel spreadsheet there and I was literally ticking things off and everything was like a military timetable but I would you know sort of evolve that into a story about how I use the exact same process when I'm, you know, running a boot camp like this. So for this boot camp, I had a big old checklist for it that I went through over the past few weeks. When I create online courses, I have that kind of military checklist to do. And then my offer at the end is that, you know, if you kind of want those systems and processes and you work well like that, I have something that's going to help you with it. So I've kind of sparkled in and, you know, given a bit of my personal story there that, I like baking and I've made a wedding cake before. But ultimately, the road kind of led, the story led to this idea of like relating it to my business and kind of how I go. So that's just another way that you can kind of play around with content and see what you can do with it. The conversational stuff, this I would say is one of the easiest types of social media to post, especially like if you're on Facebook and you do like the kind of Facebook, I call them colour background posts, you know, when you just do like a question and it puts, uh, you can put a nice colour background on it. These, I would say, are probably some of the most important kind of posts that you want to start going as well, because these are the ones that kind of really push the engagement and also really get feedback for you. So 
one thing I always say to my clients is like, just from like my own personal examples as well, is making sure that your audience definitely want it. They're definitely going to buy it. So getting a bit of like almost selling it before you create it is really important here. So this is where conversational posts come in, where you're going to be asking your audience kind of, you know, like maybe what are their pain points at the moment? Or like, what's the one thing they wish they could find online, but they just can't find it anywhere? Those sorts of questions are conversational, like they, they're helping you to get get to know your audience. But the whole point of that is then that's going to give you inspiration to go away and what you're going to create for your next service or your next online course or something like that. Because it's very easy to fall into the rabbit hole of I've had a great idea. I know what everybody needs. You go away, squirrel for the next three months, like creating all this content, and then you go to sell it. And then actually maybe it doesn't land in exactly the same way as you thought it might do. So always sell the idea first and then create the content afterwards. It's super important when you're doing like online courses and things like that. And then of course as well, like the other type of content you can do is like your promotional content. So the idea of this is it's just full on sales. You know, there's there's not, that you can still have the storytelling element to it and you kind of, this is where your social proof and you talk about the examples of your clients. But ultimately this is one big call to action of come buy my thing. But the idea is because you're also hopefully doing these other types of content and like rotating it, people aren't being bombarded with promotional stuff. Also as well, when you're at a time, like maybe for example, this month now, when you know there's lots of sales going on, there's that back to school feeling for all of us. Um, it's kind of like a bit of a new, bit of a new year's feeling, isn't it? It's like a new start to the kind of year. This is the time as well where you can go a bit heavier with promotional content. Because again, I bet lots of you guys in the summer were sort of just posting value and resources and interesting information. So again, your audience are gonna hopefully you'll have built up the relationship with them that during promotional times in your business you can promote a little bit heavier so it can kind of come and go in waves as it comes through so i hope you found that clip helpful and it's given you loads of inspiration for lots of things that you can go away and start using to create content start getting some more posts out there being a bit more consistent if you need to and ultimately speaking to your ideal clients you know writing content that they're really interested in that's going to draw them in now to help you with this next week i'm going to be sharing with you some other clips from bootcamp so i'm going to be talking to you more about like the framework of your content so today we talked about you know like what's the point of your content what's the kind of you know the ideas and things that you can be talking about but next week I want to share with you again like a little bit more kind of writing copywriting advice and I'm going to be telling you about how to create some really good hooks that grab people's attention and pull them in and then I'm also going to share with you how to create calls to action so I'm going to give you kind of frameworks that you can follow and start using in your content straight away and just a reminder all of this kind of stuff is the kind of stuff that I teach inside Love Mondays Club and not only do I teach you frameworks I also give you templates and all different ways to do this. So if you need any help or support with your marketing in your business, or you're thinking about growing and scaling what you already have and turning it into online courses or memberships or anything like that in the online world, then Love Mondays Club is definitely the place that can help you with it. And the best way for you to find out more is to book in a call with me or to message me on social media. So you can find me pretty much all over the place at Love Mondays Club. And I'd love to have a chat with you, hear more about your business and find out how Love Mondays Club can support you you in achieving these big dreams that you have. Otherwise, have a great week and I'll speak to you soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Love Mondays Club podcast. Don't forget to review and subscribe or share this episode with one of your business friends. Have a great week and I'll see you next Monday.